I'm Jason Colvin. I'm D. Graves. Give us five minutes. And we will give you the fire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast special edition, Five Minutes of Fire. We are here talking about the lyrics of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. We're covering only five minutes at a time, which is about the length of the song, so it works out kind of nicely. So please join us as we dive into some new lyrics today. All right, guys, so here are the topics that we're going to be covering today. All right, D. in this final episode, we talk about China's Under Martial Law, and rock and roller cola wars. China's on the martial law. Rock and roller cola wars. I can't take it anymore. We start the fire. All right, Jason, tell me about China being under martial law. The Tiananmen Square protests, known in China as the June 4th incident, were student-led demonstrations held in Tiananmen Square, Beijing, China. Lasting from April to June of 1989, the protests were preceded by the death of General Secretary Hu Yaobang. He was a pro-reform guy and a very, very popular leader in China. Starting on April 15th, many mourners spilled into Tiananmen Square to mourn the death of this leader. Soon these mourners became protesters. Grievances at the time included inflation, corruption, overall oppression. The protesters wanted more accountability, democracy, freedom of speech, due process, and freedom of the press. The government was not impressed. On April 22nd, the funeral takes place, which in turn leads to many protests. Three students actually kneel in front, demanding to speak with the premier of China. The state-led newspaper at the time writes an editorial condemning the protests. Because of this, the people really get mad now. Students begin a hunger strike. On May 20th, the Chinese government declares martial law. On June 3rd, the government begins to warn protesters to leave for their safety. What the protesters don't realize is that soldiers are waiting just a few blocks away. On June 4th, soldiers move in and begin shooting unarmed people. And in one of the most iconic moments of the 1980s, on June 5th, 1989, one man takes on a column of Chinese tanks. All right, D, tell us about Rock and Roller Color Wars. Last one, man. I know. Woo! We're going to jump back to 86. No, not 1986. 1886. Whoa. That is when John Smith Pemberton, a pharmacist from Atlanta, Georgia, who has his own stomach troubles after a lot of failed attempts, develops the original recipe for Coca-Cola. By 1988, a bit of a con man named Asia Griggs Chandler buys the recipe. He had partnered up with Pemberton, and then when Pemberton dies, he offered to buy the recipe from the son and wife at the funeral. He founds in 1896 the Coca-Cola Company. Two years later, 1898, Caleb Bradham renames his Brad's drink into Pepsi-Cola and forms the Pepsi-Cola Company in 1902. This begins the Cola Wars. Wow. Now, the two companies continued to introduce new products and new advertising techniques, including Coke's first celebrity endorsement and 1915 contour bottle until instability following World War I forced Pepsi to declare bankruptcy in 1923. Pepsi declares bankruptcy again in 1931, but recovers, begins selling its products for an affordable five cents per bottle, and reignites the cola wars through today. In 1975, Pepsi develops a new advertising campaign 
called the Pepsi Challenge, where it pairs Pepsi against Coke in a blind taste test of random participants. It's so effective that during the peak of the cola wars, Coca-Cola saw its flagship product losing market share to Pepsi, and it changed the formula. Bringing in new Coke, regarded by much of the business industry as the worst marketing decision of all time. Whoa. But the Cola Wars continue. Coke reintroduces classic Coke and a new facet in the Cola Wars is in the late 80s, Pepsi and Coke each began hiring musicians, rock and rollers, if you will, to promote their product. Coke hires Paul Abdul. Pepsi hires Michael Jackson. There is an incredibly famous and unfortunate fire that occurs during the filming of one of those commercials leading to Michael Jackson's hair catching on fire. They continue to try to outdo each other by getting more and more musicians and celebrities to promote their product. And guess what? They're both still around. There you go. Although New Coke is dead. (laughs) And it's not in other countries, just in the U.S. Wow. All right, D, that's going to wrap up our series on We Didn't Start the Fire. Guys, we hope you enjoyed this. If you haven't heard the episodes, be sure and go back and check them all out. We loved doing this. This was a fun walk through 40 years of U.S. history and something different for us to do. We hope you will join us for our next season where we're going to be starting off with a big top five songs of 1984 and then rolling into all kinds of fun movies and music for our new season. Go subscribe to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, remember that we do hours of research for just five minutes of product. So if you want to help us out financially, go over to patreon.com backslash Shirley podcast and you can help us out for as little as five bucks a month. And it's not something for nothing. We also give you Patreon only episodes where we cover one hit wonders of the 80s, 90s and beyond. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.